It is 16 minutes before the hour here on the Draw at Large radio show. And if you watched Captain Kangaroo as a child, as I did, it debuted 62 years ago today with Bob Ke- uh, Keeshan, Hugh Brom, uh, Bronham, Mr. And Green Co- Jeans. Mr. Green Jeans and Cosmo Allegretti. By the way, Josh, if you can, in tribute to uh, one of my favorite musical artists passing away, Tom Petty. Yes. We need to find some Petty bumpers. Free falling, Josh. Free Free falling. It's one of my bids. Learning to fly, free falling. There's some great stuff. So anyway, 62 years ago today, Dr. uh, Not Dr. (laughs) Captain Kangaroo aired October 3rd, 1955 on CBS, the network that harbors hate for Republicans. It ran until December 8th, 1984. In 1986, it returned in reruns on PBS television stations. So, Mr. Green Jeans, Captain Kangaroo, and I forget the moose's name. What was the moose's name and the bear's name? I forget them. I don't remember. But I used to watch Captain Kangaroo. I think anyway. as did a generation of us. <laughs> well... Fifty-five to eighty-four. That covers a lot of when territory. You're, when you're my age and you can still sing the jingle from Captain Kangaroo <laughs> on local radio. See the good stuff that I find on Twitter. Anyway, so continuing now with Jim Gadet. Um, there is a lot going on in public safety, even beyond what happened in Las Vegas. And so, Jim, if you have nothing further um, to add to the discussion on Las Vegas. Then uh, we'll be glad to hear what else is happening on public safety. And by the way, you can get to Jim Gadet Public Safety Segment Anchor on Facebook. Like it, and you can stay up to date on everything that's happening in the city, state, and region, and beyond when uh, big public safety issues come to pass. So, so yeah, uh, you know, I think we talked a little bit about yesterday. You know, in addition to the Las Vegas issue, uh, we've had a couple legitimate, you know, terrorist incidences outside mm-hmm. the country, one up in a, to our neighbors to the north where mm-hmm. gun control is all the rage. Right. Um, so now apparently we need car control. Because, well, car control and knife control. Knife control, yeah. Uh, because, um, you know, a, a an alleged terrorist uh, ran down a police officer, knocked him about 15 feet up onto the sidewalk, bailed out of the vehicle, and attempted to stab him to death. Right. Um the only thing missing were the you know reports that he was yelling Aloha snack bar as he did so, <laughs> um, and then again Paris, which is you know because you know Europe is just a haven. When are they going to get it? Well, they don't, and I don't you know, think they're and, ever and, going and, to. And, and, and unfortunately, we have people in this country that don't get it. They don't president, get it. let's uh, open, uh, open Monsieur the Macron, door. le président, going to give him a stern talking to? No. <laughs> I would have some choice words for the. Monsieur le Président. Monsieur le Président. Um, yeah. Marine uh, you know, if you don't have sovereignty, you don't have control over your borders. Right. You have these problems. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and that's, you know what, good for them. They've invited this havoc into their own homes uh, as far or to their own homeland. Yep. Let them deal with that problem. Uh, but closer to home on Saturday, we had a police-involved shooting. Yeah, now you have an interesting post about that on your on your uh, Facebook page. Belmont PD, officer, we know who you are. Stay strong. Good outcome when you go home to your family. We've got your back. So what took place in Belmont, and uh, what, what's up with that? Well, the Belmont Circle K up off 106 coming into Laconia was apparently— uh, Ted. 
mischievous things are happening at the Circle K. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, people have to buy their gas. And uh, kind of interestingly enough, we, you know, initial report that I had gotten kind of uh, was that, and it came through someone that, you know, I work with at, at our stores was, oh, by the way, heard there was a robbery up the road. You know, customer came and told us, you know, we're on alert, if you will. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, good for you. We'll, we'll be good, you know. We'll pay attention to it. And I think that was maybe because they had taped off everything, And uh, although they're not saying that. But, you know, yes, the police, you know, the AG is not releasing the officer's name, small PD, you know, get it. Um, local bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I understand, may have uh, ties to a an outlaw motorcycle gang ah. uh, in the area, uh, was wanted, had warrants out, uh, because he was a fine, upstanding citizen. Fine, upstanding citizen. Yes. Uh, he had been out on bail, as I understand, for a sexual assault uh, case. So I'm thinking the fact that he is reported to have displayed a handgun when the officer tried to take him into custody I'm hoping that the bail commissioners made that a condition of his release, that he probably shouldn't possess a firearm or dangerous device, you know. But, again, bail conditions are something to be ignored by, you know, most of these people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, yeah. And he's, you know, and again, I'll make no apologies for it. You know, as far as I'm concerned, it's a good outcome. The police officer goes home to his family. Bad guy's dead. So bad guy's dead. Bad guy's dead was pronounced dead at Lakes Region General Hospital. Mm. He and Tom Petty are not coming to breakfast. <laughs> Tom Petty. <laughs> oh, my head. Um, so uh, is it me or are there have there been sort of a, a, a larger than normal um, number of these police-involved shootings? You know, it's, it's a little bit, you know, and I try and think about it, you know, kind of in terms of, you know, when I started, you know, what was the climate out there? It's, it's, it's really a different world out there, Rich. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, just the level of knowledge that, that officers need to have coming onto this job. You know, think about it. What, was it that we were so far behind in the back in the day? You know, when I started in this state as a part-time law enforcement officer, the training was 16 hours. 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 Rich, hours. <laughs> Not so much anymore. Not counting the four hours of deadly force training. So really 20. So with mm-hmm. 20 hours, they sent out young people with badges pinned to their chest with the authority to take a life or take a person's liberty. You know, so in retrospect, I think, yeah, maybe that was a little lacking, mm-hmm. you know, and, and hopefully you did a good background. And back in those days, you know, police departments tended to recruit prior military people. So there were a lot of those they kind still of do. trans. Well, they, yeah, there's a lot of transferable skills there mm-hmm. that you don't have to kind of spend a lot of time teaching people. Um, and theoretically, if you've had prior military service, unless you were in the Air Force, which is really a corporation, uh, you know, it's, it's like that Mike, Sysings, that Mike Tyson saying, everybody has a plan, and, you know, until you get punched in the face. Right. Someone in the military, you know, has, has been, you know, even in training in some kind of, you know, fighting, combat. They've, they've been punched in the face. They've been punched in the face. They get it. You know, they they understand that sometimes you got to get a little dirty. You know, they've probably had some weapons familiarization, so they understand that. They understand rules of force, you know, continuum of, you know, again, not exactly a civilian law enforcement, but because the rules of engagement, off, you know, obviously for, for a Marine infantryman in a combat zone, right? 
the rules of engagement are are pretty different, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, or or can be pretty different. Um, so, you know, now it's I think it's a sixteen week training academy. So we went from sixteen hours to sixteen weeks, and there are those that tell you that that's still not enough. Well, this this seems like a, a good time to sort of uh, announce that I have. Uh discontinued my quest to be a Manchester police officer. Oh, okay. So let me, let me, I sent, uh, uh, about a week ago, uh, Captain Grant, who yep. instigated this, uh, a note. This instigates a bad word. He sponsored you, Sponsored Rich. me, encouraged me, he initiated encouraged this. Yes. yes, he did. I sent, sent him a note saying, I want to thank you for encouraging me to imply to be a Manchester police uh, officer. I have, it has been an interesting experience. Upon reflection, I've decided to discontinue the process. Among the things I considered, believe it or not, was the city's charter. When I realize, while I realize it's in vogue to disregard it for one's own purposes these days, Ouch. section 8.05 is pretty clear. Section A reads, no elected city officials shall be employed by the city or by the school district until completion of the term for which the official was elected. And as much as I am an elected office holder and am running unopposed for the next term, it would appear as if uh, I would be disallowed from accepting a position should I be offered one. Therefore, it seems improper to me that my application would absorb the time and resources needed to be completed, knowing that the goal of hiring cannot be achieved within the one-year window that remains uh, that one remains eligible for hire. Once again, I am grateful for the encouragement offered and appreciate what you've uh, what I've learned about the process. You are the first to know, by the way. Haven't yet told my wife. <laughs> so I uh, he got this back from him, and I want to read what he what he wrote because I think um, it speaks well. Except I didn't really like the first uh, sentence because uh, he said, I'll be honest, I never thought you would go all the way through the process and be hired. Now, I don't know if he meant I didn't think I could make it through or he thought I would just quit. But had I not run into that charter prohibition, I want to assure everyone I would have continued because regardless, I, I, I bring to conclusion whatever I start. Anyway, when I asked you to take the test, I did so in hopes it would simply humanize the job a bit. For you, an elected official and radio talk show host, I didn't think for a minute that you would give up your lucrative entertainment career for a poverty-level public service job. And before you eviscerate me on your show, I am kidding. (laughs) That's pretty good because I'll tell you what, it'd be a big pay raise for me to go from radio to police work. (laughs) In all seriousness, thank you for taking the time and effort to start the process. Though you are only about a quarter of the way through, I hope it gave you a better understanding of what we and the process are about. I am sometimes asked what I wish people knew about police officers, and my standard answer is always that I wish people better understood that we are simply regular people. We have good days and bad. We make mistakes. We get married. We get divorced. We love our kids and do all we can to make a good life for us and them, even though we are described as greedy union members by some. We are simply regular people who happen to have a job that puts us and our compensation under a microscope again. Thank you for taking time away from your own wife and family to better understand the hiring process. I hope the knowledge serves you well in the future. Best of luck, Ryan. So I thought uh, I, 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 that was a very nice response. I did get his, uh, his uh, humor points. <laughs> I'm surprised he said, well, why'd you bail when the tough part was coming out? You know, like the psychological and the, you know, and the polygraph. You know, I wanted to go through those. I really did. But, you know. I, I I couldn't in good conscience do it knowing that the charter would not allow me to be hired. Oh, right. Even, even, and even and if it's I, an expense and it's time. Even yeah. if I quit, 
I've, you know, even if I quit, I've been advised that until the term is done, regardless of whether or not you quit, you can't do it because the purpose of the charter is to prevent elected officials from finding themselves lucrative positions within the bureaucracy, which has happened in the past. Uh, and they've yeah. they've they've quit their elected post to go on to, you know, be the city finance officer and all these other things. Um, so it didn't seem right that I would take up the time to go through those things, knowing that time spent is money spent and there can't be the hiring outcome. Uh, nah. Rich, I you know, like I said, I mean, I'm 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 happy you did it, and I I get why you were kind of, you know, at least chided or taunted or initially into doing this, and I think it was a good experience for you. And, and this is just, this is part of like initiation process, just to get into, you know, the department. I you know, I would encourage you to to do a, you know, if you really want to get a little bit more of that taste or or kind of have an idea of what they deal with is do one of their citizen police the academies. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. Because I think that'll give you, uh, you know, this is just getting your foot in the door and what you have to do to get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just to look at, you know, like simple police procedure when you're, you're thinking, you know, why did they do that? Why didn't they do this? Well, this is kind of why. Right. Uh, I think that that would be a huge benefit to you, you know, and again, you know, they're not. I don't think anybody's going to brainwash you and you know try and get you to change your mind about things. But you know, you, I think this gives you a better understanding of why things are done in in certain ways, or you know. Yep. And, and so I, you know, I, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed the experience. I think you surprised them too, because I, I I think maybe there was kind of maybe some inside betting that you were going to be like a a wilting violet and just kind of <laughs> you know they'd find you sitting in the corner <laughs> sucking your thumb, but. I didn't think you'd have any problems with the PT test or the written test. Like I said, it's mostly common sense. Uh, well, there, there were a couple of people who seemed somewhat surprised at how well you I know, did on both. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, at least and, and to my knowledge, test. you didn't even need tattoo waiver, so it's all good. <laughs> well, we can't discuss that, Jim. <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, want to know. <laughs> all right, Jim Gadet, our public safety segment anchor, retired New Hampshire law enforcement with more than 20 years on the job. We appreciate, as always, what you do to enlighten our audience about the issues facing law enforcement and how they as citizens can be better aware, better involved, and help lead to better public safety outcomes. Have a good week, Rich. All right. Next week will be, no doubt, a follow-up on God knows what's going to happen over the next seven days. And I don't know, did I even leave you seven seconds, Josh? Do what you can with what I left you.